0: Welcome to the fright (laughs) crew. They're coming to get you,
1: Barbara.
0: What spooky a creeps! I am your overaggressive interpretation of Tommy Doyle who sucks all the air out of the room at the local bar on Halloween night, Jensen Harper.
1: <laughs> oh, That was good. I was worried you were going to take mine. No. <laughs> because today, I'm an escaped mental patient who is somehow mistaken for a deranged and violent murderer by the entire town.
0: Oh, you're making me sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I know. We'll get into that part, but it makes me sad, too.
0: We will. And uh, yeah, so... Obviously, there is no wit this month, um, so we're not really doing our traditional, like, we're not doing a theme or anything. Uh, we're definitely going to have some guests on just to talk about other stuff, but we thought we'd try something different. Actually, Courtney thought. What did you think of? What What are we covering?
1: <laughs> we are covering Halloween kills.
0: Yes, from 2018.
1: <laughs> the, the 2018 one. Yeah. Everyone's like, wait, what?
0: Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, but yeah. 2021. We're, yeah, 2021. We're covering like a brand new film. We're just going to try it. And uh, obviously, big spoilers ahead, obviously. So if you, for whatever reason, haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out on Peacock or, you know, support your local theater. You go, theaters, go check it out. I did yeah. give
1: the theaters my coin.
0: You did, and even I didn't, dude. So, fuck. But good job. Good job. When you get
1: the chance to like watch a movie that's out in theaters on your TV and not have to leave your house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's
1: amazing. That's like one of the perks, I think, of dealing with the freaking pandemic for the last (laughs) two years is that you could watch theater movies at your house.
0: True. Yes. And it has been nice. I have been on that side of things where I enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to try it out and see how it works. So with that being said, obviously, we don't really have a gush for this because it's brand new. I mean, obviously, the Halloween franchise, we love. Love. I freaking love the shit out of it. I actually just because I needed a taste of something better. <clears throat> I watched the original <laughs> Halloween before we hopped on. So, you know, ah, like,
1: I should have done that, too. It's yeah. Been a couple years.
0: Yeah, I just had to pop it on and. Get the true vibes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for anyone who follows me online, like either on Letterboxd or Instagram, I shared my opinion pretty openly that I did not care for Halloween Kills. Um, I I will say one thing without giving my rating, it did go up a little bit with the second viewing, but when okay. I say a little bit, I'm ma'am, I mean a little bit,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like 05 Yeah,
0: yes, because I was more. super upset about it when it first came out but now I'm like okay I'm not as upset but I definitely still don't think it's a good film but I mean you know what that's kind of why you brought it to the table to do this was because you actually really enjoyed it
1: it's funny you say that you watching it a second time yeah changed your opinion on like a more positive <laughs> scale because yeah. me watching it for a second time Kind of did the opposite for me, oh, man. <laughs> which is weird. And it's also because I watched it the first time in theaters Yep, and like seeing it on a, like a huge screen and like all the sound effects and like whatever, I was like mesmerized. Right. And then watching it again on a much smaller TV, I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's not as like wow factor, but yeah. I still didn't hate it. Hmm. But when I saw your post on Instagram, I was like, wait, what?
0: Yeah, you messaged me right away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I because it, you posted it like three seconds ago and I was like, excuse you?
0: Yeah, because it's just a curious thing. I mean, that's how divisive this fucking yeah, thing is in the whole horror community. So shit, man, if you're ready, like, let's just get the fuck into it. We're giving it the full... The full shebang. We're taking it out of the body bag. We're doing the autopsy. So if you want to get into it, let's do The brain. The Brains. Oh, yeah.
1: So Halloween Kills is a 2021 American horror slasher film uh, directed by David Gordon Green, written by David Gordon Green, uh, Danny McBride, and Scott Teams, mm-hmm. um, produced by Malik Akkad. I'm terrible uh, with pronunciation. Yeah. We yeah. know this. <laughs> it's something. Uh, Jason Bloom and Bill Block. Um, and then production companies for this film were Miramax, Bloom House Productions, Train Gas International Pictures, Rough House Productions, um, and music by John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and Daniel Davies. Um, Let's see. Uh, release date was October 15th, 2021. Which mm-hmm. was literally like thirteen days ago. <laughs> yeah, insane that I'm saying that. Yeah, on here because usually it's like release date was 1976. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're like we were not alive. Yeah. Um, runtime of this is 105 minutes, which I appreciate. Mm. Um, and this film is a sequel to the 2018's Halloween, um, and it's the 12th installment in the Halloween franchise. Which is yes. insane that there's 12.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh and and the more you think about it because I kind of was thinking for some reason that like the Halloween franchise is very taken very seriously, but when you really go back and look at the list, you're like, okay, we got like Buster Rhymes in here. You know, like know. there's so many like really bad in the Halloween franchise, yep. and that's saying something because yeah, there's other franchises like friday the 13th and stuff there's some bad ones but honestly like overall if you think about it mostly good yeah so
1: and same with like nightmare on Elm street
0: yep exactly like most
1: of those ones were really good too it's not as big of a franchise um so it's easier to watch all of them because i feel like with the halloween ones there's quite a few that i have not seen exactly um and i kind of stopped following them um, as it got into like the later 2000s. But as soon as I saw that another one was coming out, I was like, okay, yeah. So like I said, this film is a sequel, 2018's Halloween, um, 12th installment of a Halloween franchise. The film, which begins precisely where the previous film ended, um, see Strode and her family continuing to fend off Michael Myers, uh, this time with the help of the Hodenfield community. Um, in July, 2019, the film was announced alongside a sequel, Halloween ends, which is scheduled to be released on the 14th of October next year. Hmm. Do you think you're going to see it? I think I'm going to see it.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely still check it out. Got to finish it, I guess.
1: But do you think it's actually going to end?
0: Um, I, well, I have some trivia about it, actually. So possibly, okay. yeah.
1: I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. But 13, I'm like, are they going to end at 13? We'll see. <sighs>
0: yeah, we'll see. Dude. It would
1: be a good number to stop at.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So Halloween Kills premiered at the 78th Venice International Film Festival on September 8th, 2021. Um, The film was originally set to release in theaters on October 16th of 2020. Um, (laughs) But in July 2020, due to the pandemic, it was delayed to October 15th of this year. Um, And then on on September 9th of this year, it was announced that in addition to being released in theaters, the film would also be streamed on Peacock for 60 days, which is still up. Yeah um budget for this film was 20 million um box office so far has been 92.8 million Mm. absolutely bonkers in like 13 days is insane um so the film made 4.85 million on thursday night um previews biggest and it turned out to be the biggest for both an r-rated title and a horror film amid the pandemic Mm. um and after making 22.8 million on its first day Estimates were raised to 50 million. Um, it ended. Uh, it ended up debuting to 49.4 million, um, topping the box office and marking the best opening for an R-rated film amid the pandemic. Again, um, and it fell 71 percent in its second weekend to 14.5 million, um, finishing second below the movie Dune.
0: Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then getting into ratings which are not the best. Um, <laughs> IMDB is a 5.8 out of 10. Not the worst. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes, 39%. Metacritic, 42 Um And I actually don't know what Letterboxd is. Probably the same as you. Last 1.4. I checked. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Last I <laughs> checked, it was like a a 2.4, honestly. Okay. Yeah, so not too high, but not crazy. I mean, that's actually... You know, mid mid tier, five out of ten ish. So not good, yeah. I guess.
1: I mean, it made some good money at least. So yeah. there's like one positive thing,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, just looking through the reviews, not not the best. Um, a lot of people disappointed. Hmm. But I feel like that's kind of our like mixed views on it as well. Right. But it's also maybe the people that saw it at theaters are like, hell yeah. And then the people who watched it on Peacock are like, (laughs) I don't love it that much. So I I, definitely recommend theater, seeing movies in the theaters.
0: Yeah. And I definitely like, you know, you, you could be right. But I also, you know, with our discussion I definitely have some bones to pick, obviously, because, and yeah. like, you know, I'll be curious to see how you can either defend it or possibly agree with me because there's just so many issues that I ultimately have with it. It's just a lot, dude. There's so much that I have to say, but we'll, we'll get there.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. I'm pre- I've been preparing all day for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've been super curious because it's like maybe you can swim me a little bit, too, and maybe we'll just be in the middle for the both of us, but.
1: Or maybe we'll end this and we're both like, okay, we give this a one-star review. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did the typical deep dive into, obviously, the director, some of his stuff, and then uh, some of the you know better trivia stuff that I could find online. Um, there's not a whole lot of behind-the-scenes quite yet, but there were a couple things that I watched. And ironically, like literally today as we're recording this, Dead Meat just uploaded an interview with uh, John Carpenter and David Gordon Green.
1: Oh damn! Yeah, awesome. so I was
0: like, "That's interesting." So I pulled like one info, one piece of info from that. But let's let's go into David Gordon Green. So uh, he was born April 9th, nineteen seventy five, in Little Rock, Arkansas, but grew up in Richardson, Texas. So he's a Texas boy. Um, and then he attended North Carolina School of the Arts, graduating in nineteen ninety eight. So I was six. So. <laughs> Um uh, and yeah, he obviously studied film. And then he was inducted into the Texas Film of Fame on March 6th, 2014 in Austin, Texas. So good for him. Um in 08, he made his way into comedy films with Pineapple Express, Your Highness, and The Sitter. Which um what are your thoughts on like comedy people being in horror films or directing horror films?
1: Uh, it's interesting because when I was watching Halloween Kills, um, and like Big Dan and Little Dan, or yeah, John, Big John, John and yeah. Little John, yeah, uh, why am I, I'm thinking of freaking where the red fern grows for some <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, I swear that's that guy from Mad TV.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: And then after the movie, I had to search, I had to look it up, and I was like, okay, it is. Um, But I actually liked it. I like the the comedy kind of aspect of horror movies, and it seems to be like a newer thing because, like, It, like the first chapter, they kind of tossed in, like, some comedy stuff there. True. um, And they don't take it super serious, which I like. Um, So I did like that aspect with those two characters because I freaking loved them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. I think a lot of horror influences comedy and vice versa because they from what I've heard of directors of each of them, like they always say that they kind of resonate with each other and they have similar beats. So like in horror you have to build up to the point, you know, of um the kill or whatever it is that you're trying to portray, the fear. And in comedy is the same thing. You have to build up the joke. It can't just be Like, this off-the-cuff thing, typically. You usually have to build up to it. And that's where they kind of find themselves being similar. So, that's fun. and But, yeah, I just find it super interesting that he's basically a comedy director, is what most people would consider him. He also, not only that, but he also worked a little bit on... He, like, directed and produced episodes of the series Eastbound and Down, Red Oaks, Vice Principles, and The Righteous Gemstones. All with danny mcbride in them of course they're like best friends so um i like danny mcbride do you like danny mcbride i do yeah i like him i think he's funny
1: yeah i'm actually looking at his uh david gordon green's um list of movies because i didn't do any research on him before yeah um and that's i had no idea
0: also ironically with i don't know if this started it like halloween uh for his horror kick but He's also now a producer on the new Hellraiser series that's coming somewhat soon, supposedly. Um, it's in production, and he's also directing a sequel to The Exorcist.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. That's... I didn't even know they were doing that. Why are they? They're doing yeah, I think they're doing the a new. Thing. Yeah,
0: dude, they're doing a new trilogy from what I've gathered. From what I remember them saying, that's what they're do- doing. So, whatever, man do your thing, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. They must be running out of ideas. Cause for they're long. like taking all of the old stuff and rebooting everything like that Chucky series. They're doing oh, the yeah. freaking, I know what you did last summer. Yes. Um, of course the Halloween movies, but those aren't really like, they're kind of just continuations, but
0: yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff, honestly, but, and, uh, that's pretty much all the facts I have for him if I'm being honest, but, As for his filmography, I'll go with it. Um, I'll go down the list, kind of. So he started with his short that he made back in college called Pleasant Grove. Uh, I looked at it. It wasn't too highly rated. Uh, It's like a drama. Um, And then he moved on to George Washington in 2000, which is also a drama. Uh, And then All the Real Girls in 03, which is also a drama romance. So he actually stuck to drama initially for a while. Um, And then he did Undertow in 2004, which is a drama, drama thriller and, uh, snow angels in 2007, which is a crime drama. So as you can tell, he just really likes his, uh, his drama stuff, which I haven't seen too many of them other than his, uh, comedies, but you know, so I, I don't know, but maybe they're good. Um, and then in pretty rapid succession, he did pineapple express, your highness and the sitter all pretty quickly back together. Um, I like them like I like pineapple Express your Highness was a thing like it was fine and then the sitter is like okay I don't know if you've seen any of those
1: I've seen pineapple Express yeah. a long time ago um I know people love that one but yeah. I'm not like super into those kind of movies <laughs> yeah. I'll watch them and like sure. they're funny and all but I don't like go out of my way to watch them over and over yeah um the sitter I've Think I've seen like a little bit of, yeah. because um, that has like Jonah Hill in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like him though; he's super funny.
0: Yeah. Um, but aside far.
1: from that, looking at like the rest of his stuff, I haven't
0: Prince Avalanche in 2013, which is a comedy drama, and then Joe with Nicolas Cage in 2013, crime drama. Didn't I never saw that?
1: Oh, I see that. I just yeah. clicked on it.
0: And then he did do 2017's biodrama, Stronger, which. I think was one of those ones that like kind of looked like it could have been good, but then it was like, not good (laughs) from what I heard. So probably, probably a no go on that one. Um, and then, yeah. And then he moved on to Halloween in 2018 and this, and then he's obviously doing Halloween ends. So good stuff. So as for trivia for the actual film itself, uh, David green, Gordon green, believed that it wouldn't make any money. (laughs) Like he just thought, it wasn't gonna do anything. And I'm like, dude, you're literally directing a Halloween film. What are you yeah. talking about? Like of course it's
1: Especially like during Halloween time too. Yeah, like people like, freaking went crazy.
0: Yes, man. Like I don't even care that it's horror. Like what are you talking about? He should know that that's pretty obviously gonna work out. Yeah. So he was asked if they were like planning the third, uh so Halloween ends. And he said they were afraid to plan things out entirely for the trilogy, so they only had a few things written out. And with that, they, like, he basically said that they're always going to be constantly churning out different uh, things for the script when it comes to the final chapter, you know, the final part of the trilogy. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm a little hopeful because I was okay on Halloween 2018 a lot more than this, but... Yeah, we'll see, dude. We'll see how how it ends. They filmed it over seven weeks of night shoots only, which just sounds absolutely fucking terrible. Like, I'm a night owl, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, (laughs) I don't really want to, like, do night shoots. Like, to the point that you're literally up when the sun rises. Or, like, that's when you go to bed. That sounds terrible.
1: That's crazy. How long did they do that for? For how many nights?
0: Seven weeks, man.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. Obviously, we're just getting into spoilers now. We are alluding to some of the scenes with our trivia even. So if you haven't seen this and you are curious, just please, you know, maybe go watch it first. But uh, the the scene near the end where they all kind of kick his ass and then he gets back up <laughs> and he starts killing them all. Uh, David Gordon Green called it like a ballet-like scene. And in that, it was also filmed on a soundstage, which... I almost got that vibe. I don't know about you. I just like.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. Because of like how it was filmed and stuff. I just. Oh, God. David Gordon Green wants the franchise to essentially end after end comes out. So he's in the camp of Halloween should be done at that point. Will it be no? Because green (sighs) lettuce, man. People like the money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They do. Mm. I'm like, you're naming it Halloween ends, Mm. and if you don't actually make it end, then like, what the fuck is gonna be the one after that? Oh
0: my god, Halloween
1: returns.
0: Well, yeah, because they got Return of Michael Myers already with four. So, yeah, they'll do Return of Michael Myers (laughs) two.
1: They're like, you know what? That ninety two point eight million dollars exactly.
0: Exactly. So. Yeah, it's it'll potentially happen. Hopefully, not anytime soon, but it will eventually. I bet. So yeah, um, twelve pumpkins are featured in the opening credits to represent the whole franchise. How cute! But oh, also, that's super cool. It, yeah, when we get into the discussion, we'll talk more about it.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're like I hated it.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has the most appearances out of anyone else in the franchise which is pretty pretty awesome. I yeah, cuz I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, I think she's been in quite a few actually, which is pretty rare especially if you don't know this people. Jamie Lee Curtis isn't too stoked on horror. She's not like it's not her genre. She's not that stoked on it. So for her to be stoked on coming back to the franchise all the time. I mean, she's she's said flat out like I'm here for the money, dude, but hey, at least she's coming back, right? Yeah. Now we're going to hop into the heart. So you got a synopsis for us, Courtney?
1: I got a synopsis. Sweet. All right. So the nightmare isn't over as unstoppable killer Michael Myers escapes from Laurie Strode's trap to continue his ritual bloodbath. Injured and taken to the hospital, Laurie fights through the pain as she inspires residents of Hoddenfield, Illinois, to rise up against Myers. Taking matters into their own hands, the strode women and other survivors form a vigilant mob to hunt down Michael and end his reign of terror once and for all. Hmm. Bum, bum,
0: bum. <laughs> Pretty much. But though, did yeah. they? Yeah,
1: nope, <laughs> they, did. they fucking didn't.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, oh man, that's just all right. So I gotta, I gotta say this right off the top. Um, I know that. Halloween four is like the same thing. There's kind of like a mob that like tries to hunt down Michael Myers to protect the town, but something about that one doesn't feel politically driven. And I think that's my issue with this film is so much of it feels like they're trying to point out like, Oh, this movie is based on 2020 or even 2021 parts of it. And I'm just like, I just was rolling my eyes the whole fucking time. But
1: I did have a question for you. I was going to ask you, so if you were in that situation, let's say Laurie Strode is your grandma and you just see like her entire life being consumed by this murderer and she's like here in the hospital, she got stabbed in the stomach Mm. and um, the town is like, oh, hey, let's go hunt this guy down. Like we're going to take him out once and for all. Would you suit up and be like, hell yeah, I'm getting in the car and I'm getting a gun and I'm going to go try to freaking (laughs) kill this six foot seven monster of a man? Oh my god! Or would you stay in like a safe place where, I mean, like there still is a chance he's going to come in and like kill you either way. But would you go and try to fight him? No, ma'am. In your grandma's honor?
0: No, ma'am. No. Okay. I, I'm hanging I don't think out. I would either. Yeah, dude. I'm chilling. I don't think I would either. Yeah, no. Your your boy's hard chilling <laughs> with grandma. Um, <laughs> no, I I'm not one to participate in like a mom mentality, and that's obviously yeah. what this is playing off of. So, yeah, no. For for many reasons, that is not what's happening. Especially because, like you said, I ain't about to approach a six foot seven boy. <laughs> and who you literally
1: just see like. <laughs> Why aren't people learning? Yeah, Like, he is a fucking, like, monster. Yeah. Any, like, just can lift someone straight off their feet.
0: Hey, dude, he walked out of a burning house, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A literal burning building. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to yeah, you know, I'm going this yeah. is a good idea. I'm going like, to do this.
0: Yeah, did you not live through any of what happened? Uh well, technically yes. the same night, but you know, <laughs> I mean? like dude, come on. So uh, yeah.
1: Uh um, Yeah, we're on the same page.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just that's obviously one of the bones I have to pick is the the mom mentality is just agree. It was the whole
1: movie it was.
0: Yeah, it really beat you over the head with it. So, um if you're down, let's hop into my notes. Um, yeah. I do like the intro synth music. I, it definitely sets it up to like a good vibe where you're like, okay, I know we're going to open up to some pretty intense shit. Yeah. And I do it like, like old
1: school too, which yeah. I really liked.
0: Yeah. It definitely feels good. Um, I don't love the intro, which like with the pumpkins and everything, I don't know why it's just like, like, like today I watched the first one. And it's literally just one pumpkin that they slow or one jack-o'-lantern that they just slowly pan in on. And the other films do very similar things. Oh, dude. Actually, 2018 fucking ruled. It was the one where it It starts out. It's a reverse shot of a rotten pumpkin. Like a dead. Yes, yeah, I do remember
1: that now. Yes, yes dude. It
0: was. And that fucking rules. Yeah. But instead, I do
1: like the like opening scenes for a lot of them, though, with the
0: pumpkins. Yeah, me too. Except for just to me, this one, I was just not into it. So, um, all right. Already off the bat. I, I personally hate the flashbacks. I'm waiting because I feel like you want to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do you <laughs> feel about them?
1: Uh, I liked it. Okay. Just because I got like the feel of like the old movies.
0: That is so fucking interesting you say that because that's what someone else I was talking to about it said. They were like, dude, it took me right back into the OG. And I'm like,
1: that's why I liked it because huh. it was kind of like that that nostalgia um, of like the 70s, kind of 80s feel. Yeah. So that's why I liked it. Um, hmm. But I can see why you didn't.
0: Well, I just felt like, I mean, there's a lot of complaints and like in my notes, they're very like throughout the film. I just wrote a bunch of stuff. This is probably the bigger notes I've ever taken to be honest. Cause I just had so much to say. Um, I put like the look of it overall is terrible. I, I also saw a trivia fact that it was filmed digitally. Of course, even though you have a giant yeah. fucking budget, yeah. why not do it on some film just to give it that really raw look instead of yeah, trying it
1: to did seem like, uh, of like a 2021 movie mm-hmm. that was filmed, but trying to make it seem yes. vintage yes. and you could tell it's not.
0: But that's what bothers me is like, dude, it's, it's all possible if you really know how to do it. Yeah. And there are so many films that prove it where it's like, yeah. holy fuck. And like one huge example is the love, Witch, right. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I it love looks like movie. a goddamn seventies. It film, does. It's but amazing it was, with yeah, the
1: colors. And-
0: exactly. But, so it's possible, but they just decided to, in my opinion, it looks like they literally put Vaseline on the lens, which is a technique you can use. But in this, it's like, you can't just do that and expect it to have yeah. results to look like the seventies. Um, I said, it's not rough enough. It's too clean looking. Like you said, dude, it, it looks like it's almost like when you're watching and with f- the
1: amount of money they had That's too, like, exactly. they could have done something a lot better.
0: Yep. yep. Exactly. And it's kind of like in paranormal, I mean, uh, found footage type of films where they kind of like, you can tell that it's like too good. Like it's filmed too well. It's that same mentality where if it just looks too good, you know, you know, something's up
1: that it's fake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But in the flashbacks, we do get Jim Cummings and Thomas Mann. (laughs) I do like those actors a whole lot. They're the one that gets like um, shot by, whatever fucking uh not bracket what is the sheriff's name you know you know us we're bad with names but <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah but the one that shoots him um yeah they're just funny i like those actors but that's about all i have to say another part of the flashback that i hate is the kids the bullies
1: um yeah the bullies
0: <laughs> i call some bullshit kids in the 70s like say what you will but they were talking like 2021 kids They were like fucking Gen Z, like they'll literally tear your soul out because they're roasting you so hard. Back in the 70s, they didn't even know half those fucking words, I feel like. So I just call bullshit. I don't think that, you know, and that kind of stuff takes it out, like takes me out of it. And then we get like Lonnie Elam or whatever, obviously in the flashback, and it kind of cuts where, um... The sheriffs are helping him off the ground because he just ran into the boogeyman. He he looks into the camera and yeah. goes, the boogeyman. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know why. It just felt like like this was probably one of the first moments I was rolling my eyes. <laughs> I remember when we put it on, I looked at Chanel and I was like, I had my hands over my head. And I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Uh, I wish
1: like, I could have witnessed that, dude. Yeah,
0: I I think I had to stand up a couple times because I was just like heated, you know.
1: <laughs> just like pace around your house.
0: Yeah, yeah. I put Young Hawkins is a fucking stormtrooper, dude. Like he literally cannot hit his shots at all.
1: I know, <laughs> I'm
0: like, bro, what? So I I hate the whole bar scene. Like who the fuck goes to an open mic night on Halloween? A. It was
1: like, a talent show too, and what the fuck is yeah, he like, saying? What are you? What is happening?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused. And I, I honestly don't really mind the uh, the black couple. I don't know their names, but like the ones that are the doctor and the nurse. But they're like flipped. Yeah. Their costumes are flipped. Um, but then okay. Dude, I need some help with this. What the fuck is the, like, little altercation, quote-unquote, between them and the old crew? Like, Tommy, Lonnie, Lindsay, and Nurse Marion. Remember when they get there, and they're, like, being super loud and obnoxious, and it's not revealing their faces? And then the black couple are, like, annoyed by it? And the dude goes, hey, we're trying to, like, watch the talent show. Like, what? what... was that for? Like,
1: you're <laughs> at a bar on Halloween night, yeah. and you think it's gonna be quiet. Dude, yeah! What the While they're fuck? having a talent show. But all it, just the talent show aspect was weird. Yeah. And for him to get up on stage and that
0: uh, be... Was
1: that a talent? Like, wh- pardon?
0: Uh, yeah, it just felt very... Okay, in my opinion, Tommy Doa's character represented the... And I'm not at all trying to offend anyone. I know you'll agree with me, Courtney, but you know, if we have any like very right wing listeners, uh, it felt very like the guy that would get up and like talk about how Trump is still president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. That like kind of vibe. hundred and yes. ten percent. And he just yep. felt like when there's literally like black people at the bar and he's talking about yeah. how he's a victim, which he obviously yep. is, but also, hey dude. This was literally like 40 fucking years ago.
1: Yeah. And he's like the macho man too. Like the leader of the mob. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yes. Like, do you have a machine gun strapped to your back too? Yeah.
0: Yep. Exactly. Um, And, and one of my questions is, is like, are we meant to like Doyle? Are we meant to like Tommy Doyle? I don't, I don't get it. Like, how do you feel about him as a character throughout the film? Like, does he redeem himself? Is he? I just don't know.
1: I don't know because the the entire time, like he was on screen, I didn't like him. Like I just got bad yeah, vibes. Same. So I don't know what their, um, like what their uh, what's like, the word I'm looking for? Like their
0: goal to, like yeah, like yeah. was
1: it they wanted people to be like uh, unsure about him or? Did they want people to like him? I don't know. Like, oh, he's a badass. Okay. But he's, in my opinion, not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting, and and I guess my last question for that particular scene is like, have they done this every year since seventy eight, or like, what's going on? Like, or is it just like because it's been forty years and it's Halloween night they're doing this this one time? It's super weird to me, but and then that's when like. There's that very quick cut to Laurie Strode, of course. Um, my note for when they're in the back of the random truck and, like, she's screaming and stuff, I I honestly don't think I like Jamie Lee Curtis in this one. Um, in the 2018 one, she was fine, honestly, as Lori Strode. I was like, yeah, this is fine. But the fact that, like... Okay, so this... The way that it's supposed to go is, like, Halloween 78 happened. Right. And then this is the second one in this like timeline. And then obviously, or not this one, I'm saying Halloween 2018. Yeah. And then Halloween kills is like the third. So Halloween, the first, the original is Canon in this storyline. But what's stupid about it is like Halloween two just goes completely out the window. And Halloween two yeah. actually fucking rules other than the fact that they introduced that or like Lori showed as his sister. Which uh-huh. yes, I agree is kind of dumb, but yeah, they just—I don't know, man. It's weird. So, yeah, Jamie Lee, like like I said, as a little trivia thing, she does not love horror like a lot of scream queens. You'd consider um, she's admitted before she's out it out in it for the money because obviously this produces a lot of cash flow for her, mm-hmm. and and you can't blame her. And I'm not sitting here saying like she slept through it. But this definitely was her worst performance in it. It was.
1: And she didn't have a whole lot of like action in it anyway. She's mostly like in a hospital bed the entire time.
0: Yeah. Aside
1: from like screaming in the back of a car.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, this isn't me. Like, I'm not a fucking actor. So I'm not sitting here claiming like, oh, you know, I I know plenty of people who could have done it better. That's not my point, people. Like, I'm just trying to say you can kind of tell when an actor is there for the paycheck. And I mm-hmm. think it definitely played off as that. So I just wasn't too stoked on her performance and the lack of her existing. in it it felt like she I mean, she probably had what, maybe like 10, 15 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Now, um, let's let's go to the opener of Michael. So the firefighter scene. I know you said on the big screen this was phenomenal. Oh,
1: it's so good.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like it would have changed it, seeing it on the big screen. I'll give you that. It
1: was <laughs> fucking – it was insane. It yeah. was with, like, the colors and, like, the – because I'm even looking at it now on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, of him, like, standing there with the flames behind him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was insane. And that's why I think I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like that one moment. um, In that specific scene, I don't, like, love the – first initial moment of reveal of him when the guy falls through and he's just like in the weapons locker yeah, or like yeah. whatever it is. He just like lifts up a garage door. I'm like, where'd that come from? But um, yeah, he just like lifts it up and there he is. And, and I do like, he fucks that guy up yeah. with whatever weapon that is. But at the same time, I think it would have been better if they would have revealed him uh, where he walks out of the house first. I also, I don't super love that. It's like these people gearing up to battle. It just feels very not... Okay, one of my biggest complaints right off the top, so remember this throughout it, listener. My complaint about it is this doesn't feel like a Halloween movie to me. Okay, like that is one thing, but even more blatant to me is this does not feel like Michael Myers. He doesn't feel... It feels like someone wearing his costume, and that's no whatsoever... I'm not saying anything bad about the actor that portrays him. I'm more so saying in the script, probably... How they wrote his kills and his actions, because it's
1: pretty brutal.
0: It is, and like it is over
1: and over and over and over and over and over and over and and there's so much and so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I just, I didn't. That's one of my biggest complaints: is it just does not feel like a Michael Myers film or even, quite frankly, a Halloween film too much. So, um, and yeah, that's prime example is like when they're gearing up for battle. They all like it reveals their weapons and it feels like I'm watching yeah. like, I don't know. It's just I, I feel like I should have been excited, but I was just like kind of rolling my eyes. Like, I don't yeah. get this. Like, why are we doing this? I wrote a quote down. It's dad's gone. It's when Karen and whatever the daughter's name is at the hospital, they're talking and she's just like, dad's gone. And I was like, oh, yeah. In the end of 2018, they kill the husband and the dad. Yeah. And it's just like that's that's literally the only only bit we get on him yeah karen feels so disinterested in the fact that her (laughs) husband has been fucking murdered and i i guess we get the one scene of her crying in the room but it almost the way that it's like cut and edited it feels more like she's grieving about like her mom more so and like just what happened but not you're not reminded of the the father or her husband and then we kind of cut to the old couple scene which I probably would say, you know, I know this isn't the question of the week or whatever. So I'll just say it. it's probably my favorite scene. I think they're two of the more brutal kills in the film. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, they're they're just like this old couple chilling, hanging out in their house and Michael Myers shows up for no fucking reason. Hello. At <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. Like,
1: what are you doing? Yeah. In dude, their like, house.
0: Yeah. Like, but what does the here? old
1: man say when she, he sees him in the bathroom?
0: Dude, it's pretty funny. He says something funny as shit. Yeah. He's he like,
1: said something
0: <laughs> He says like there's a there's a monster in our fucking yes that's yeah what it was. he's a something like monster yeah something about a monster mask yeah he he's pretty funny and um but like for example me saying it doesn't feel like Michael Myers is like how he throws the little drone back to them through the, the yeah. door it does n- I know that Michael in the franchise has been playful with his kills before. But what the fuck is ha- I don't know why. It just does not feel like him. Like, why would he do that? I don't know, man. Especially with such brutal fucking kills. And he's sitting here, like, throwing a toy back at them. Yeah. It just felt so fucking dumb to me. So, um, yeah, like I said, they do get it really rough. Uh, the lady gets a light bulb to the throat. She also, like, had a lot of opportunity to run, but she didn't or whatever, yeah. so she was just screaming. She took her run. time. Yeah, she really did. But, yeah, dude, uh, a light bulb like that to the throat really fucking sucks. And then, um, also, another thing that doesn't feel like Michael is the repeated knife stabbing of, like, the older guy. Uh, yeah. He just keeps throwing knives into his back, and I don't know why. It just feels like like a different killer. Like, maybe if this wasn't a Halloween film, I would have liked it more, but... Yeah. It just didn't feel like him. I felt like I was I watching a like, different killer. We so
1: definitely do. Yeah. Especially cause like, I don't know the time wasted for those things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Cause you know, Michael has made some choices in the past. Like, I mean, think in 2018, he like literally carved a head and made it into a jack-o'-lantern. So, yeah. you know, there, there are choices. And even in the, the original, like I just watched it today. Uh, annie's death he like sets up like judith Myers judith myers's headstone on the bed like there's like lit candles and she's like kind of like you know so he does like stage the things like the killings a little bit but in this one it just felt really weird to me so
1: over the top kind of yeah yeah so
0: and then of course we got to say the quote evil dies tonight because it's said about 182 times <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just add to it um and then enter big john and little john uh the the kids that prank them to like introduce them as characters are beyond stupid they're the bully kids from earlier of course um and i just was like this is stupid like what kid would do that even in 2021 or 2020 or, or i guess it's technically takes place in 2018 but like what the fuck would you have done that like prank no absolutely couple? not and then no. go into their not house not like
1: that, yeah like that is like Find something better to do with your yeah. Halloween what than like breaking yeah. into someone's house.
0: Yeah, and and to be on that side of things, I did kind of like Big John and Little John. Like their characters were okay.
1: I liked them a lot, and okay. like especially when they first introduced them, and he's like up in his room with like his silk robe on, like smoking a joint, listening <laughs> to Halloween music. I'm like that's me.
0: Yeah, and then he breaks I out feel- the uh, the honey that was infused with something. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah. They like
1: we're making a charcuterie board.
0: I know, they're just chilling on Halloween night. It definitely sounds like a chill Halloween night until Michael yeah. comes, but yeah.
1: Until he comes back home and, and what does he say? They even said that. They're like, You you came home.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sheriff Barker, which is like the supposed to be like the bigger sheriff dude. He's like the big black dude. Um I I his his character is so beyond pointless. He makes appearances throughout the film. But they're so fucking forgettable because there's no script actually written for him. Like, I'm yeah. not saying I know that for a fact, but I'm saying whatever script there is written for him, it like does not come on the screen at all. Um, I don't know the actor or whatever, so it's nothing against him again. It's just poorly written again. And he has like a quote he says to um, uh, Karen because she thinks everyone thinks that she's dead. And I just hated the scene where they're talking to Karen and the daughter and he goes, Michael Myers is still alive. And whatever the daughter's name is, uh, she like screams, what? And I was like, Allison,
1: I think her name is. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The Allison. She goes, what? And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So um, and and then now we get to begin like the direct correlation to mob mentality, of course, Um, possibly if they were still shooting earlier this year, I feel like it's possibly also a reference to um, the insurrection on the Capitol in January. Because there's just too many correlations that are similar, like the way that people are acting and stuff. And I believe I heard something about that they did some reshoots, so it's possible, dude, that they added it in to be more, like, oh, look at what happened earlier this year. I don't know. Probably my favorite character actually is Lindsay. So Kyle Richard, Richard's character.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, I like her
0: too. I feel like the thing that she did was well, she came into this acting the way that we wish jamie lee curtis would have yeah you know she actually took it seriously and like this is a woman who i didn't know much about her but she's uh, a uh like on tlc what is it like uh
1: she's on a uh, real Housewives. yeah
0: real Housewives. she's a real housewife yeah. so and and you're telling me a real housewife who i don't know if she acts too much anymore but you're telling me she can come on and take it more seriously than jamie fucking lee curtis like
1: understood the assignment yeah
0: yeah and like kind of i felt like gave it her all and seemed like she actually had fun with it so yeah i don't know it just feels very strange so um but we do in this whole scene we get like the gnarly ass eyeball death the dude um yeah like a knife that goes underneath his left eyeball it was pretty rough it was a pretty rough kill but then the other complaint that I have is, like, his wife, who's the doctor, but dressed up as the nurse. Yeah. Um, I think that kill is bullshit. Because, like... Hers? Yes, because, like, <laughs> that's another Michael thing. Or, like, that's not a Michael thing. Like, he... Yeah. Kick the door? Okay, like, the way... I'm not saying, like, I know better. But, like, if it were me directing this exact scene, I would say, like, hey, Michael gets out of the car. Even, like... Obviously, he's beyond human. We fucking established that. Even if he took a shot in the shoulder or something,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: he keeps walking toward her and like grabs the gun and forces like, it to her head. Yeah. Or, something? or breaks her arm. Yeah. Like something. But
1: that kill was like the one where I like audibly gasped. Really? Uh huh.
0: Wow. I just. I know. Uh, I just.
1: It was so fast and so sudden. I wasn't expecting it, but uh, I was like, holy shit.
0: I think that was one of the moments that I actually stood up because I was pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'm not trying to play the opposite end of it, but I no, just was we like, kept
1: talking about that after the movie too. I was like, Jesus Christ.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. There are definitely some of those kills, like, like the light bulb in the throat and stuff. But this yeah. one, I was just rolling my fucking eyes. But so when, uh, Lindsay is like running from Michael, uh, it definitely does not feel like it's fall. Like, it feels like a summertime scene, and they yeah, tried to like color correct night. it. Yeah, dude. It It's like, it's still, all the leaves are green, and the grass is super green, it feels like. so. Um, and then I put, and onto the worst part of the film, so much political bullshit thrown in. So, obviously, I'm referring to, like, this is where, at the hospital where Laurie Strode is, things start to heat up. They think that... <laughs> the escaped mental patient is
1: that whole concept was like, why Mm
0: -hmm. did they
1: throw that in there though? I guess I kind of see it.
0: Dude. It's yeah. You're asking the questions that (laughs) I have the answer to. And it's just the fact that they're just trying to throw in bullshit politics. Like, yeah, I just, I, I'm not trying to be that guy. I just don't particularly want politics thrown into a Halloween film, especially thrown into it. Like, you know, because in 2018's Halloween, it's a very feminist film, feminist Mm -hmm. forward, and I dig that. The way that they portrayed it was like, all right, you feel like all three of them fighting together. But, like, as soon as you start throwing in, like, crappy one-liners and uh, one scene that I have the biggest bone to pick with um, coming up, that are just so blatantly, obviously trying to tell you something that's when I'm just, I'm, I'm getting actually pissed. Like smoke is coming out of my ears, you know? <laughs> so
1: I can hear it. I can. Yeah. Hear yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so I, I do like big John and little John, like I said, but also they lock the door, which is interesting and they're like ready to fight. So to me, that's another piece of commentary on, like as in the reversing of roles for once. So they're trying to, it's another commentary on we're taking back the town. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's another commentary on 2020 and like 2021, like everybody's very stuck in their ways. And, and it, it sucks because all the politics that they're hitting on are so beyond accurate. And that's what I'm pissed off about is we know all this, like we've seen the fucking news yeah. we all lived through a pandemic in 2020 where we were all in our fucking houses. Like we know how people were acting. So you don't have to make a fucking film about it. So blatantly obvious the politics of it. I, I don't know, man, maybe I need to sh- like go to bed or something. Cause
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a nap? Jensen? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah,
1: no, I get it. Like the whole, I personally, if they could take out that entire hospital scene, <laughs> They yeah. absolutely could do that. Like yeah. that entire part of the movie, to me, was pointless. I thought it was stupid. Yep. It was hard to watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And then especially with like the mental patient part, like heartbreaking for yeah. one. Like yeah. I felt sick to my stomach. Right. Um. And it also was bizarre. I was like, why? Because it like went back to he <laughs> was driving that car. Oh my gosh. He like tried to steal their BMW or yeah. whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Uh, their Volkswagen, and then. Um, he's there in the hospital and he's like this tiny little man. Yep. And I'm like, you guys think that he's a six foot seven portrayed. That's what he's supposed to be. Six foot seven. Right. But you mistaked that giant man for this tiny little guy. Like but, is everybody in the town dumb?
0: Right. And, and that's why I'm not trying to sway you or our listeners, but those are the nails you're hitting on the head. Yeah. Courtney is they're literally trying. They took They literally obviously got an actor who is a small, pudgier guy who literally is the complete balding, complete opposite opposite. of what Michael Myers would even embody. And they're trying to make it so fucking obvious that, hey, look, this is how dumb people have been in 2020 and 2021 to the point that it's so beyond obvious that this is not the person or this is not what they should be attacking. And yet they still are. And yeah. it's like, you're just beating us over the head with these politics, dude. But, um, that's
1: interesting. You, I wouldn't have thought that, hmm, okay. but now that you mention it, I definitely do see it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know, um, man. I mean, cause when
1: I was watching it, I did get like those vibes too, with like, yeah. especially the hospital, everybody's trapped <laughs> in there. Everybody's screaming and going mm-hmm. absolutely berserk. Um, and like, they can't leave. Cause if they leave, Oh, the outside, it's gonna kill them pretty mm-hmm. much yep. um yeah. but yeah that whole s- the hospital scene like even leaving after i saw it i was like uh like we definitely could have gone without that entire Basically, part of the yeah. movie yeah. <laughs> like they exactly. could have come up with something yep. so much better Yep. but they they chose that and they ran with it
0: right um big john gets super fucked up at back at the house um and obviously for anyone who'd doesn't know what we're talking about big john and little john are the couple who live in the myers house which i do have one note to say about i think it's later on but their house is obviously hella renovated and it's super fucking cute um Mm -hmm. i don't even care if that's a a stereotype of a gay couple being super good at decorating their home but um like i love the colors and accent colors and all that shit but um I think that's another part of the commentary is that like and this one I actually don't mind as much because you really have to dig deep is that even as much as you can refurnish something or ch- try to change it, literally the look of it and everything still deep down, there's still tragedy in it. And I kind of yeah. like that. It's like the one positive thing I'd have to say. Um, I do like that because it's so blatantly obvious that they have completely re- like revamped this house, and like renovated it from bottom to top. Because yeah, it's just like a beautiful home. So yeah. It's 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 crazy. But and also Big John, yeah, like he gets stabbed in the armpit, which sucks. I feel like that would probably be one of the oh, worst places to get stabbed awful. ever. Yeah. And then like his fucking eyes like gouged out technically. Yeah. Which is wild. So and then it doesn't show little John's death, but you hear him screaming, so yeah. that's fine. Uh all right, so here was where I basically solidified my rating as such a low rating was the escaped mental patient in the hallway scene specifically. Yeah. So Karen goes off and somehow with the, it seems like hundreds of fucking people trying to find this guy in this hospital. She's the one and only to find him. I don't know why, but she <laughs> finds him. Um, She does this whole bullshit where she's like, I'm not going to hurt you and assists him upstairs more. She kind of talks
1: to him like he's a dog
0: a little bit, a little bit like, come here, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so it gets to this part where they're in this hallway and she shuts a door behind her. And then she says, okay, I'm going to shut this door now, lock it behind me. So she is basically essentially leaving him in there, knowing that there's this mob after him. And somehow they quickly after that discover him they pretty quickly climb the stairs and discover him in this hallway. Now here's where it gets so eye rolly in its politics is obviously, okay. He's in the middle of this hallway. There are two sides of doors. There's one side screaming to get in and there's another side screaming, screaming to get in. And then it forces him to literally like kill himself, unfortunately, which is gruesome and sad. Yes. But what it represents to me, or what the director is trying to say, is no matter how much the left and the right argue about the same fucking thing, um, it forces it to implode. Like it's kind of a commentary on cancel culture and just all these things thrown into one. And you know, this escaped mental patient is supposed to represent that and embody that. And then not only that, but Karen. Bringing him up there and literally locking him in there is kind of the representation of the person who sits on the fence, sits in the middle of things and tries to say like, oh, but I'm trying to fix it. Like, oh, I recycle, but I don't, but I vote Republican, you know? So she's the embodiment of that. The mental patient is the embodiment of like the actual subject of cancel culture or all these other things. And then we get the left wing and the right wing. and. I was so fucking annoyed at that point that I was. I pretty much tuned out. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was just like, okay, that's that's cool. So I. I mean, I might sound crazy. That might be totally not what the director was going for, but
1: <laughs> I, I know. I see. I can see your point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like I said, could be totally wrong, but that's just how I read it. And if that's how I interpret it, yeah, yeah. I just I
1: could see it more so. Um, like, had I heard that. Prior to watching it, like the second time, yeah, um, I would definitely pay more attention to that, and I will if I watch it again, which I don't know if I'm going to because two times I think right, was right. enough, yeah, <laughs> for me for at least until the new one comes out oh, again, God, and then maybe, at least. yeah, but um, I don't know, my fingers are crossed that they're not gonna do some like stupid, pointless, st- if they're gonna. They're gonna. I already know it. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just hoping that it's not gonna be another one of those grueling freaking scenes where we're like, what the hell?
0: Sure. Yeah, and I, I hear a lot of people like trying to defend it as, you know, the sequel, like the second in the trilogy is never yeah. gonna be that great story wise. And I'm like, that's fine. But also we don't have to be politically derivative the whole fucking entire film. We don't. We like we just don't have to do that. So if you're gonna give me mindless kills, go for it. I'm down. Yeah, but don't give me all this bullshit politics. So
1: yeah, because the kills were like over the top. Yeah, and like, like so many. It has the most um, like, kill
0: count in the whole franchise.
1: Yeah, because so. the scene where he like comes out of the house and all of the firefighters are yeah um, standing guard. Like, oh yeah,
0: he fucks insane. Them
1: up. It was yeah. like a massacre. Yep.
0: More so, a question for you. So it cuts to like Cameron and Allison uh, with. Lonnie so is is Lonnie Cameron's dad right I think yeah okay cool so Lonnie's like I'm gonna go in and do whatever the fuck he's about to do try to take on Michael Myers by himself I by guess. himself yeah Um. and he's like wait in the car so with like one gun yeah so they hear a gunshot and run inside um like kind of like what you asked me in the beginning of this discussion like would you you know, know leave your grandma would you go save your your dad like yes but also no
1: i know that's where i'm torn (sighs) yeah Uh, Ah, i don't know i'm like i don't know i oh yeah (laughs) it's like hard to imagine it because like yes i love my dad so much like yeah i don't and it's like weird because that's your protector and that's like what you're grown up thinking and like having to chase your dad into a house after you think he's in danger yeah that's just an interesting concept to think of
0: yeah but like i also feel like if you were that protective of your father or like you as a father are protective of your child you probably wouldn't have decided to go exactly participate in this mentality and go into the house by yourself
1: exactly that is exactly true
0: yeah that's another thing um And then Lonnie, he's just chilling in the attic, so we don't get his actual kill, his actual death, which kind of sucks. But, yeah, he's just, like, chilling in the attic. and um, Cameron's death is obviously pretty brutal, too. It's obviously supposed to be pretty emotional, but I don't – because one thing I didn't even, like, talk about is – You just watched 2018, but I remember it, how disgusting Cameron is as a boyfriend.
1: I know. Cheater,
0: cheater. Yeah, like cheater. He fucking like dips her phone in eggnog or whatever the fuck it is, some punch or something. Like, he's a shitty person. And what, we're supposed to forgive that and forget about it? Uh, So, don't try to like tell me that she forgave him and that we're also supposed to feel like sorry for this dude. Sorry for him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt really weird. But he does get a brutal death. Um he kind of gets like crushed to death mm-hmm. or question mark cuz like I don't know if he's getting stabbed by like the uh like the wood or if he's just getting crushed.
1: Yeah, his neck is like I think his neck is getting crushed. Okay. Is at least what I was taking from it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But then Michael his- <laughs> he fucking twists his head around. He like has yeah, to overkill. Yeah, just
1: like snaps his neck.
0: Yeah, like all right, cool. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, and of course, Allison, she like falls down the stairs and fucks up her leg. I think yeah. that would have been cool. If you're going to go full send the gore, may as well give her like a compound fracture or something. But I know, it's like kinda, a bone sticking out. Yeah, that would have been pretty crazy. Yeah, and then uh, Karen shows up with a pitchfork, which I do like that because that is a weapon he's used in the past, I think yeah. in Halloween 4, I believe. So it was kind of fun that he, you know, she pulled up with that and impaled him. But also, another example of like. Why do they do this in horror movies where they don't just like double tap or triple tap or quadruple tap? Because she could have, like, because didn't she kind of like head stomp him really quick, but then like only did it once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like keep going, dude. I don't,
1: because <laughs> it's it. just like one, they stop moving, they're like, okay, well, he's dead.
0: Yep, yep. And that's kind of what happens in the next scene. So, um, I, I also, with the Michael Myers thing, my complaint is. I don't like that he loses mask and they show his face so much. I know. I know. It just that...
1: feels weird. It's like seeing yes. a different person.
0: Yeah. So there have been instances in the past where, like in even in '78, um, you kind of see like shadows of his face, mm-hmm. and there's a couple scenes. Um, Halloween two, I don't think there is any, and I'm not gonna go through the whole franchise. But Rob Zombie, he did a couple things. Obviously, he did a couple twists on it, um, like yeah, uh, the paper masks and stuff like that. So. There have been iterations of seeing his face, quote unquote, but this one was like, I see this dude's fucking double chin, his cheekbones, like what's going his on? His receding you know? hairline. Exactly. So, yeah, I just, I wasn't too stoked on that, but that's just kind of a minor complaint, I guess. I It and seemed like people weird, didn't like, mind. so
1: Yeah, it just feels weird, like for me, because it feels like seeing him when he's in the mask and like, yeah, it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like human, but then when you see him, like as an actual person, like you're like, this is like an old man, just yeah,
0: like yeah, humanizing, killing him exactly. all
1: of these people.
0: Yeah, and and with you saying that, it almost makes you wonder if it's another political statement, like, hey, we're going to humanize this, maybe, like, you yeah, know, we're humanizing the serial killer to make you feel something, some yeah. way, so some kind of way.
1: Because it definitely felt weird when I saw it. I was like, oh.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. that's,
1: uh, that's weird to see.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just so much of it. If, if you've seen the movie, you probably know what we're talking about. There's just yeah. a lot. You can make out features. I mean, it's not like you can like deliberately uh, see the color of his eyes or something, but you definitely get features yeah. and stuff more so than in, in any, in, in, in any other iteration. Yeah. So. And um, especially
1: if you know what the actor that plays him looks like, cause it's, it's just like, him. Yeah, and I him. already know
0: what he looks like. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, this whole scene, so Michael getting beat up and then getting back up and killing all of them feels like a different franchise to me, was my note. Mm -hmm. It really just does. Um, I don't know. It felt very, kind of like what David Gordon Green described it as, like very ballet type, ballet-like, where it's almost like a dance, especially when he gets back up and starts destroying everybody. It's like the way that it's shot and kind of like either... Um, a weird frame rate or slow mo—I can't really remember—but it's filmed differently and like different lighting is dramatic, and so it—it just feels different, and it feels like it belongs to something else.
1: I just don't know what the hell they were all thinking. Like, you really thought, (laughs) yeah, that you were doing something. (laughs) And,
0: And honestly, what happened to the giant ass mob from the hospital? Like. They what probably the
1: were like, "Yeah, no." We're gonna we're go home. Maybe <laughs> came to our senses a little bit. The right. white claws wore off
0: from yeah, the bar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. So they just, yeah, I guess they all went home. And there's like maybe a group of ten people beating them up. So, um, and I kind of end with a question. Uh, more so, just theori- theoretically, like, what do you think? Is Karen actually dead? Did Michael kill Karen? Ah. It's everybody's I, was bummed
1: out. I know yeah. I was bummed out at that part because I like Karen.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, I didn't love her in this, but I do like her in 2018. So,
1: yeah, I just love that. She's wearing a Christmas sweater on Halloween. Oh
0: yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, my initial thought when I saw it was yes. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really thought about it otherwise. Yeah. But now I'm curious to hear if well, there's like some, uh, theory going around that she's not.
0: Uh, it's not. I guess it's not so much of a theory. It's just I've heard a lot of people say that it feels very out of place and like filmed in a different sense that could it be one of those kind of like dream yeah. sequences that have happened in the past and stuff. So um, I'm not going to sit there and say like, yes, it's fake or real or whatever. Well, I guess we'll see.
1: I am looking at the cast list for Halloween ends. She's in it. she's in it (laughs) okay well yeah so i think that may may answer our questions unless they have flashbacks or something with yeah like in the past
0: exactly yeah it's all possible but for the most part i think that there could be a chance that either somehow she survives it or it was fake yeah Um, but you never know i mean maybe it could be brutal because it would be pretty upsetting for like Allison for her mother to be dead. And yeah. then obviously Laurie Strode would just for go Lauren, absolutely yeah. apeshit. And maybe that's what drives her to yeah. actually end and kill Michael. So we'll see. I, I genuinely hope that this director is smart enough to actually kill Michael Myers. Yeah. Like, you know, they can continue the franchise and like reboot it or whatever again in tw- 10 years or something. But I hope this director is smart enough to not make it ambiguous bullshit Let's get the Halloween H2O gotta ending. Yeah, to keep dragging it out. Yeah, let's get the Halloween H2O ending where she fucking axes his head off and it rolls down the fucking stream. You know, like, that's what we need. <laughs> we don't need this bullshit, so. But, dude, that that is my notes. I know it was a lot. This discussion was long, and, but I think it had to be said, honestly.
1: Yeah, and I've got some good info from you, honestly.
0: Yeah. That's just how I felt, dude. I was just rolling my eyes a lot and stuff, so. <laughs>
1: Well, now I get why yeah. um, you gave the rating that <laughs> you did. Yeah. Um, but because I think you watched it the day after I saw it.
0: Yeah, I watched it on the Saturday because I was too busy. The yeah, because I had it seen
1: out. it that Friday night. Yeah. Um, and I think, well, like there were some like really cool scenes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like I didn't absolutely hate the movie. Like I was like, okay, that movie was like actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But of course there were the scenes where I was like that should have been left out. Yep. Um, but I, I think they did a pretty decent job, especially adding in like the comedy aspect, um, doing like specific scenes, like him coming out of the burning house was freaking awesome.
0: Um,
1: but that's kind of what hyped everybody up watching the trailer
0: Mm -hmm. was that
1: scene. And like, I expected a much different movie than what I got
0: for sure. Um,
1: but they at least did a good job on the parts, um, that I was expecting to end up super cool.
0: Yeah, that's almost another complaint is, like, the the latest trailer that came out about a month back or prior to it releasing was very, like, showed so many, like, deaths and shit that it was just, like, uh, you know, like, even the firefighter scene, that would have been, could you imagine going into that without seeing any of the knowledge, like, of the trailer? That would have been so cool, but... Yeah, they kind of fucked us on that. So
1: They did. They gave away all the good parts they in the really trailer. Yeah. So like, if you guys don't want to watch the movie, you can watch the trailer. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. you could see all the cool parts.
0: Exactly. And just listen to and our you, episode, watch that, and you'll get the vibe. Yeah.
1: And you <laughs> so. don't have to cry on the mental patient scene.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Don't have to deal with that, because that part was also very brutal.
0: True, yeah. It shows a lot of gore for that. Really for fucked up. Kind of no reason. It's like we don't get Little John's death on screen, but we get this mental patient.
1: This like, poor man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who
1: did nothing okay. wrong, but he stole a car and like I'm not sure well, what his past yeah. looks like. But
0: yeah. All right, let's uh let's get this cause of death out of the way, man. <laughs> this is a very death worthy episode because there's so many fucking kills in it. There's for sure. so many. Yes. Um. So obviously Wits not here, but if she were to have a weekly question. It would definitely, this week especially, it's fitting, it's favorite kill. So this, you know, since you're more fond of it, let's hear what your favorite kill was out of the, like, 36 there were or some shit like uh, that.
1: I would have to, oh, I don't know. Because, like, a lot. <laughs> you made fun of it. but I, Oh, go for it. <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. But I really like the scene where the nurse girl got her her arm kicked True. with the door and, like, you shot too. the gun.
0: You yeah. did like that. <laughs>
1: I was like, holy shit. Um, I was also think I was like zoned out a tiny bit. And I think mm. that like shocked me a little bit. True. Um, I would probably, I don't know, probably Cameron's.
0: Yeah, it is pretty brutal for sure. Yeah,
1: I was going to say the old lady, but I think that's going to be yours. So I don't want to take yeah. it.
0: Yeah, the light bulb. Yeah, I yeah. did like that one. It fucking is wild, dude. Uh, Could you
1: imagine the way that would ugh, feel?
0: Yeah, just goddamn. Yeah, that, that one is definitely, and like even rewatching it the second time, I was like, dude, just the way he like approaches her, like in the kitchen, he like pulls the lipo off the wall and just smacks mm-hmm. it on the counter. I was like, that and would be- And he's just
1: moving all slow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just doing his Michael Myers shit. So yeah, definitely for me, it would be that. And yeah, I I just, for some reason, hated that one. I don't just felt like why would Michael Myers kick the door? I don't know. It just felt weird. That's just me though. So
1: <laughs> I think I just liked it for what it was, not like him actually being the one to kick the door. Sure. I was just like I was not expecting that. I don't think anybody was expecting that.
0: True. True, true, true. Like so.
1: she was coming at it, like she was confident. Yeah, she
0: was confident as shit, but <laughs> she was kind of a stormtrooper too.
1: <laughs> instantly. She just got her shit rocked.
0: Yeah. Well, with that being said, um, if we're if we're down for some ratings, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I think just because mine has been more obvious anyway, I'll get mine out of the way, and then we'll let you kind of lift it back up. So, I definitely rated it initially on the first watch because I was so upset. A one point five out of five. Like I said, if you see me, if you follow me on social media, you definitely saw that on Letterbox. But I did subsequently with the second watch, I uh, got over my anger. And kind of ended up liking the score a little bit more. And like some of the kills, I was like, damn, that is pretty rough. So I gave it, I boosted it up to a two out of five. Still damn low. Okay. But, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like the worst film I've ever seen, but it's still, it genuinely is not that great. I, I don't think the filming was that great, which is so weird to me that it felt like not the same... One from 2018 it just felt like yeah it was filmed so much different so I don't know if they got a new DP or something on it but I just I couldn't get into it so what about you let's let's get this lifted back up a little bit
1: <laughs> I am gonna give it a two point
0: nine okay so pretty average I'd say right
1: yeah pretty- so not yeah because I don't think I would give it a solid three yeah. Cause I feel like I've rated movies that I like really enjoyed a three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Um,
1: but I didn't mind it watching it again the second time. Um, I definitely noticed things and I was like, it was a little bit harder to watch. Okay. Especially watching the hospital scene over again for a second time. I was like, why do I have to watch this scene again?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I was like clicking my remote where it was like going 15 seconds.
0: Oh, okay. Fast forward every time just to kind of get
1: through some of it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there were still, like I said, some really cool scenes. Cool. Um, yeah. Big John, Little John. I really <laughs> did like their characters a lot, yeah, um, they got and the scenes up. with them, they did, and I felt for them. Yeah. I don't even think they ate anything off their charcuterie board before oh, that happened dang either. It.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, what a fucking way to die. Yeah. That does uh, suck. <laughs> yeah. But solid two point
0: nine. Okay. Well, you heard it here. I mean, you know, obviously not the best we've rated, but yeah. we have.
1: Wait, would you give it a heart?
0: no okay no heart yeah good good. i
1: would give it a heart
0: okay so yeah i mean to me like when i would give it a heart is like if it's rewatchable so like something that would be rated a two out of five for me would be something that's like super campy but fun enough to have a heart you know and be rewatchable but
1: maybe i'll give it half a heart because i don't know half i'm jumping at the opportunity to watch it again Yeah, probably for a long time. Right.
0: I think maybe it's just the thought of like a Halloween film in general. And I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Just for me, it's like, nah, I'll pass, dude. Honestly, (laughs)
1: there's better, a lot better Halloween movies to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For anyone who's curious, like I, I definitely I did a ranking with uh, Michael from We Love Horror and uh, the episode hasn't dropped yet. I don't know when it will. But for me, I gave out of the 12 films, it is 10th. Tenth out of twelfth. Okay. So
1: I'm excited to watch or listen to that. Episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's some hot takes for sure. But yeah, this one and, and I, I don't think that ranking would change. It's still 10th out of 12th. I think okay. it's still not that great of a film. It's just the rating in general went up a little bit, but yeah. So
1: until Halloween ends comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we'll it's see. so funny
0: to think like how low I was on this, but I'm still like, I'm, I'm here for it. Like I'm ready yeah. for it. So I'm, I'm not like hating on the director. I'm curious. I'm curious, yeah, more so I'm super curious anything. to see what's going to happen. So, all right, guys, that was Halloween Kills obviously from 2021. Um, yeah, next week we are not entirely 100% sure what we're pulling out of the body bag, but you already know it's going to be something fun, it always is around here. So, um, if you want to check me out, maybe you want to DM like and vent to why my reasonings to this movie being so bad, um, why I was wrong. Feel free. I am willing to have a discussion, even though you heard my whole, <laughs> my whole side of things, but maybe you have some stuff that I totally miss. So if you want to reach out to me, it's Jensen Harper on Instagram and letterboxd Courtney, where are you dude?
1: I am on Instagram at little Skydancer, and I am on letterboxd and you are still my only follower, oh, um, <laughs> which I, one is better than none.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I'm
1: here for it. Um, letterboxd. I am Southern hell. H E L L E. Um, and those are the two things. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, if you would like to give us a rating and review, we actually would very, 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 very much appreciate it. We were just talking about that today. And if you give us a review, um, we will not show up at your house with pitchforks and flames.
0: Yeah. Cancel culture. <laughs> mom mentality. <laughs> we,
1: <laughs> we love to see it
0: yeah yeah we might kill you though <laughs> and, well uh, we'll
1: check the reviews first right right and then we'll make our decision
0: exactly yes especially those the five stars get the kills because you're lying no <laughs> you're
1: li- <laughs> you get a kill and then you get a smooch
0: yeah, you can choose smooch. to
1: have the smooch after you get killed or before
0: <laughs> yeah and uh yeah if you guys want to reach out to us you know where to find us we are the Freight crew on instagram and instagram only right now so uh yeah like also reach out to us if you want to find us on other platforms like tiktok or whatever maybe we're, we're things are in the works you know we're trying to figure some stuff out so um dude definitely uh, you know stay stay on the right wing man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's the spookiest shit of all time. That is. <laughs> Sorry, but all right. Bye. Bye.